Guys, today we're going to be covering a tragic story, and that is the death of 22-year-old Lakin Riley, who happened to be a nursing student at Augusta University. Once we get into the details of this story, you'll understand exactly why we're covering it and why tragic stories like this may become a common occurrence in our country. Let's talk about it. Yeah, you better. Before we get into this story, my sincerest condolences to the friends, family, and loved ones of Lake and Riley. This has got to be such a tough situation, and this story is now sweeping the nation as more details are being released in regard to exactly what happened and who is possibly responsible. As this story is sweeping the nation, I'm sure many of you are aware of the harrowing details, but for those of you who aren't, 22-year-old Lake and Riley was found dead on a trail near the University of Georgia campus. She was found with visible injuries, and it seems as though her cause of death was blunt force trauma. A search was started for Lakin after a friend reported that she had not returned from her morning run. This all occurred last Thursday and immediately law enforcement launched an investigation into who was responsible for the murder of Lakin Riley. With swift work from police and law enforcement, they made an arrest on Friday. The suspect is 26-year-old Jose Antonio Ibarra, and it was soon discovered that he is actually an illegal immigrant who crossed the U.S. border in 2022. He left his home in Venezuela and crossed into El Paso, Texas that year. And as it is clear that Ibarra should have been deported back to Venezuela, he was actually let into the United States due to lack of space at his detention facility. It is important to note that he is, of course, innocent until proven guilty, as that is how we operate in the United States of America. And with that being said, here is a list of the evidence that law enforcement has obtained and the charges that have been filed. He lives here in Athens, but is not a U.S. citizen. He has been charged with the following. Malice murder felony murder, aggravated battery, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, kidnapping, hindering a 911 call, and concealing the death of another. The evidence is robust. It is supported by key input from the community, physical evidence, and expert police work. Importantly, we were assisted by video footage from our campus security cameras networks, which proven vital in many cases. It's also been discovered that Jose Obara was arrested before in New York City for endangering a five-year-old child. On top of that, he has a brother by the name of Diego Obara, who also entered this country illegally, has been arrested on multiple occasions, and most recently has been arrested for faking a green card and utilizing that to get a position at the University of Georgia. I'm sure we're all starting to put the puzzle pieces together. If Jose Obara is responsible for this heinous crime, it was most definitely a preventable one, and one that could have been prevented in 2020. 22 when he came to the U.S. border in order to get into the United States of America. It's also important to mention that Athens, where this murder took place, is classified as a sanctuary city, meaning that multiple officials felt that it was more important to allow illegal immigration into the area rather than to protect the lives of those living there, actual U.S. citizens. And let's read just a couple sections from a 2019 resolution that was released in regard to Athens being a sanctuary city and how they view that honor. Quote, whereas our immigrant 
immigrant and undocumented neighbors, especially those of Latinx heritage, face daily fears and threats from individuals and institutions such as ICE. It goes on. You can read more if you'd like. I'm also going to highlight this last portion. The Athens-Clark County Unified Government denounces white supremacy and recognizes the role that some government institutions have played in creating it and commits itself to working to reverse the damage that has resulted to black, brown, and all other minority communities. So it is made very clear where certain allegiances lie, and it is with people of color and undocumented migrants that are entering this country on an illegal basis. And apparently no regard for those of white background as they must denounce white supremacy, I guess. It's very clear what narrative is being framed here, and this story flies in the face of said narrative. And it's unfortunate that we have to talk about the death of a 22-year-old nursing student when it comes to stories like this, because it should never happen. These stories should never occur. They are 100% preventable. But still, they are trying to frame this story within the narrative that they've created based on their ideology. And I'm going to read you a few headlines and excerpts from media so that you know exactly what's going on. AP News says, quote, the killing of a nursing student out for a run highlights the fears of solo female athletes. So instead of this being a story about sanctuary cities and illegal immigration and the crimes that can accompany an illegal immigration wave into this country, we're talking about the fears of solo female athletes. And while I do advise if you are a solo athlete and especially a female one, you should alert people of your whereabouts or go in pairs when going on a run in the morning or God forbid at night. I don't know that this is what we need to be prioritizing when talking about this story. It seems like there is a way more important angle here that would have led to the prevention of this crime. Now, in that AP article, it says authorities on Thursday found the body of Lake and Hope Riley and arrested Athens resident Jose Antonio Ibarra. Athens resident. Is that the terminology that you would use to refer to Jose Ibarra? It's not the terminology that I would use. Here's another one. Atlanta Journal-Constitution tweeted out a 26-year-old Athens man has been charged with the murder and the death of a nursing student on the University of Georgia campus. Athens man. Again, would you use that terminology to refer to Jose Ibarra? I would use the term illegal immigrant. I would use the term non-U.S. citizen. I would use the term undocumented migrant. It's very clear that this horrific crime does not fit the narrative that the media has for what is supposed to happen in this country. So instead, they reframe by saying Athens resident or Athens man or saying this is truly a story about the fear of solo female athletes. In fact, nowhere in the AP News article that we referenced is Ibarra's immigration status or his prior criminal history. Why would someone feel the need to leave that out? This reminds me of that Ann Coulter clip that we reacted to quite recently where she talks about the framing of certain crimes and how the news covers them. Let's watch. I mean, we don't know who did this shooting, by the way, the, the, the Super Bowl shooting. We have we, some idea. What? If it were a white man shooting, we'd know. Well, we don't know. But they, I mean, they That's how we know it's not a white man, I can tell you that much. But you think they were, they were repressing that reporting? They wouldn't tell us about the um, transgender woman that shot up the Christian school for what, like a year? Um, oh, San Bernardino out here. Remember the crazy terrorist Muslims? I, that's when I first noticed, hmm, they're not telling us who it is. I, it's not a white male. 
The longer they go without telling you, it's not a white male. Anne is very much onto something here. When you're getting this vague terminology like Athens man or Athens resident, or they're very slow to roll out a picture of the suspect, let alone the actual identity or name of the suspect, you can almost be guaranteed that this person is not a white man. And the prominent narrative that is being flipped on its head with today's story is that the US should just allow anybody who wants to be in this country into this country, as we have been, allowing them to go in undocumented, unidentified, identified to commit crimes. And this is not to say that every single illegal immigrant that crosses the U.S. border is here to commit some sort of malicious act or to break the laws of this country. But it is to say that there are many who will and there are many who do. And we've seen many a story just over the past few months alone of this exact thing happening. You all heard the story of the NYPD cops that were beaten by four illegal immigrants. What happened to those illegal immigrants? They were released. One of them went on to commit an armed robbery and was later arrested again. You've heard stories of elaborate cell phone robberies that are now being done by organized groups of illegal migrants in this country. And we've heard many stories of other murders committed by illegal immigrants in this country. And I know what many are going to say, Amala, US citizens commit acts of murder too. But a murder committed by an illegal immigrant is 100% preventable as long as you do not allow them into the country. So we are now endangering the lives of our own citizens who abide by our laws, who pay our our taxes in the name of becoming some sort of sanctuary nation for people who want to cross into this country illegally. We know this is not okay. And your tax dollars are going towards initiatives that incentivize more people crossing the U.S. border. And while I'm sure that many of these people plan to follow our laws upon entering this country, one crime like this is too many. He should have never been allowed in this country in the first place. He should have been deported as soon as he was arrested for a crime in New York City endangering a child. He should have never been allowed to to make his way to Athens, a place that incentivized his arrival with sanctuary city policies. The list goes on in failure after failure after failure, and it led to the death of a beautiful 22-year-old girl. And when you couple that with the fact that his brother also entered the country illegally and committed multiple crimes, most recently faking his way into a position at the university, you have to ask yourself what he was going to do next. And it seems as though his brother entered the country in 2023, meaning he had an example of just how to do it correctly. I wonder what that example was. And when you start to get a bird's eye view of our immigration problem and understand that millions upon millions of people have entered this country illegally, you'll start to get the feeling that we are in real trouble here and that more stories like what happened to Lake and Riley are in fact inevitable. And with this horrifying story, I wanna leave you all with questions. And these are questions that we should all be thinking about and answering. How is it possible that Jose Antonio Abara was able to get into to this country? What policies allowed him to travel from Venezuela into El Paso? What incentives made him think it was a good idea to cross into the United States illegally? Why is it that after crossing into the United States, he felt the need to travel to a place like New York? After getting arrested and released in New York, what might have attracted him to a place like Athens, where he would later be arrested for the alleged murder of Lake and Riley? Ask yourself who is responsible for the consistent failure to arrest and deport Jose Antonio Ibarra? And how often are these consistent failures also being made in regard to other illegal immigrants. And lastly, ask yourself, was the death of Lake and Riley preventable, given what you know now? Because a question I will never be able to answer is, what did she die for? And with that, I would love to hear your thoughts in the comments down below. Again, my sincerest condolences to the family, friends, 
loved ones of Lake and Riley. This is a tragic story. I hope we never have to cover anything like this again. But if we are reading the writing on the walls, it seems as though this is going to continue to occur. Again, I'd love to hear from you guys. If there's anything that you disagree with in this video, duke it out in the comments, but do so respectfully, please, especially uh, on this one. And with that being said, I will see you tomorrow. Bye guys. Yeah, you better.